Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And today we are going to be discussing our top five all-time favorite opening scenes of films. Um, but before we get to that, Jonathan, how are you, sir? I am very great, Joey. <laughs> very good. Very no, good. No, super happy to, to be uh, talking on the airwaves. Um, had an interesting week, been working on a lot of music. Dude, I got some good news. One of um, the songs that I've been doing with my buddy Maddie might get placed in a short film. What? Or- Dude, that's awesome. Um, but it should be. We're gonna see if the, if it's if they're gonna get the song or not. But we're hoping that um, we can get the placement. But I'm super excited, dude. Because that's awesome. I'll keep my my fingers crossed for you, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I think I think we're you know that's what we're trying to get to now is like just trying to write as much music as possible and um, yeah, see if it can lend itself to film or different uh, different areas of that. So yeah, man. Noise. Noise. Very you, cool. How, how you doing, Joey? I'm good, man. Um, yeah, you know, not not much has changed. Um, <laughs> I got my my DSLR camera working again, so I'm pretty happy about that. I'm gonna start taking pictures again. Cool, dude. Um, oh, did I? So I told you that I got into the semifinals for Nashville. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. Did I tell you I made it to finals? You made it to the finals? No way. So I'm one of two people for the family animation category. So I'm gonna be going to Nashville for sure. Dude, um, pretty excited. That's awesome. Pretty man. freaking excited. Wh- when do you think you're gonna go? Um, April twentieth, twenty first, something like that. Oh man, it's like a two week festival. But I'm just going at the very end there when they announce uh, the winners and the writing conference. So I'm gonna yeah. try to, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I, I I hope to meet someone who can possibly uh, help me get representation or something like that. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Not trying to get my hopes up. That's awesome, but. man. I, I have been to Nashville in my lifetime for an album release that I worked on, a band called Christina Bailey and the Civil Men, and I went for one oh, night. Yeah. Dude, I went for one night, and it was awesome. I saw them play, and um, yeah, one night in Nashville was really interesting, and I can see the mute, even the musical, um, like, it's a lot of writers out there, and, and just the amount of people just writing music out there, and it's it's a constant thing, music out there, so. Um, yeah, the... Um the writers uh, conference portion of it, you could. I had to buy a badge to get in. Yeah, it's either a basic badge for two hundred or the elite badge for three fifty. <laughs> and I wasn't about to buy the elite thing because I don't need to go to all that. But it would have been cool because the last night, if you buy the elite badge, you can go to the the Grammy um, or the Country Music Hall of Fame, something like that. Yeah, it's one of those things. Oh man, um, there's tons of music history out there for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, so, dude. That would have been cool, but I'm not. I'm not trying to spend that much money. So, <laughs> oh, guess what, dude? I'm, What's up? I'm going to WonderCon. <laughs> You're going to fucking WonderCon, yeah, dude. Uh, freaking Friday and Sunday. Uh, nice. Freaking nice. Saturday sold out, which is crazy. Oh shit! And um, t- I was thinking of something to do for Tara, Tara's birthday, and we were just. I was like, oh, WonderCon's like the weekend of her birthday. And nice. uh, like it's gonna be at the LA Convention Center, so I like figured it would be kind of interesting to go to and see. Awesome. See what we I see uh, some panels and just geek out for the whole afternoon. Hell yeah, that'll be days. great. Yeah, dude, excited. Um, I definitely, Very cool. dude, you gotta definitely come out to the to next year's one. Next year, I'm I'm coming for sure. Nothing's gonna stop me. Yeah. Hell yes. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so, would you like to get on to our list, sir? Yeah. Uh, would you like to uh, to lead us off? Or? Sure, man. This is number five for me. Number five. A pretty recent one, actually. And Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio won his mm. <laughs> award for that. It is The Revenant. Uh, nice. Opening scene, I mean, from the from director, is it Alejandro Gonzalez? In- Inurito? Yeah, in- in- Gonzalez Inurito. Um I I haven't seen Birdman all the way through, which is a very interesting. Oh, Birdman's fucking great. Yeah, this is very interesting. Like interesting seeing this film and seeing like that that whole uh, the way they the cinematography and everything in it. Yeah, man. So Revenant, the craning shot from uh, they start like kind of really low on this river, and it cranes slowly and slowly, and and the camera is almost like looking down on the river, and then it kind of pans up, so you start to see the rest of the forest, and then you eventually see the characters. 
um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, and Tom Hardy and their their bunch. But if you guys haven't seen it, and I, you Joe, have you seen it? I haven't. I was going to, and it just doesn't sound like an enjoyable time out. You know, like it was raining and storming, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go and like, because <laughs> usually, you know, that movie looks like I'm gonna feel like cold in the theater. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't go see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rent it though as soon as it comes out. Dude, rent it. It's uh, it's a fantastic film. I think Leonardo DiCaprio deserves his award for that. Nice performance. Although I gotta say, Tom Hardy definitely outshined him in a couple parts because um, uh, because how intense his character is. N- I've heard so. that. I've heard really good things about Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Have you so. seen um, Spotlight? I have not. Oh my no. god, it's good. I think no. every Catholic should be forced to sit down and watch that movie. <laughs> Um, it's so good. It's so good. Dude, so, sorry, I hear these lawnmowers outside of my, <laughs> my room. Oh, okay, I, I thought someone was with a fucking jackhammer. That's okay. Yeah, dude. Someone's coming to kill me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Texas chainsaw. California chainsaw. Listen, his um, brain's all dangling from his neck while his head's barely hanging on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, freaking top five right there. Just a really cool opening shot. Um, really crazy film. It's like in the 1800s. Yeah, 1820s, guys, right? 18, 1820s, and they're like collecting pellets and and like animals, and then all of a sudden these Indians come, and yeah, it's just kind of crazy, dude. Nice. Um, and freaking Leonardo DiCaprio and the bear. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> that's it, dude. Um, but yeah, number five, opening scene. There nice, you go, man. Very cool. All right, Joe. What is your top five? My number five is um. You know, I was thinking about this. This was a really hard list to narrow down. Yeah. And most of these, I think, on my list work as almost short films unto themselves, separate from the the main narrative of the movie. Okay. But my number five slot is on here because of a monologue. And I'm going to recite this monologue right now. <laughs> what came first, music or the misery? People worry about kids playing with guns or watching violent videos, that some sort of culture of violence will take them over. Nobody worries about kids listening to thousands, literally thousands of songs about heartbreak, rejection, pain, misery, and loss. Did I listen to pop music because I was miserable? Or was I miserable because I listened to pop music? Number five, (laughs) high fidelity. High fidelity. Dude. The moment fucking John Cusack turns and breaks the fourth wall and... I mean, no, before that, as the touchstone symbol, the light is hitting the touchstone yeah. symbol, you hear the record needle drop and um, we get, was it Velvet Underground? I forget. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not Playing coming the home. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, can you see your name on that list? Laura? Maybe you'd sneak into the top 10. I mean, that movie defined how I felt about relationships and and how I dealt with relationships probably unhealthily. So, um, (laughs) but I mean, it defined it for me from the age of like 12 on. I love high fidelity so much. And that opening monologue, that opening scene tells you (laughs) the exact type of movie that you're in for. It's so good. Yeah. So number five for me is the opening scene of high fidelity. Dude, killer soundtrack, Stevie wonder. Oh my God, dude. Freaking. (laughs) Um, Marvin Gaye. I just called to say I love you. <laughs> That's a cause, Miss Sweater. <laughs> oh, you can't make that joke no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like a double in itself, dude. It's real bad. Oh man. Oh, we can get to that at a share yeah. time if you want. <laughs> we want to go down that road. Oh my god. No, thank you. Um, goes hand in hand with that bear rape from fucking Revenant. Um, <laughs> But yeah, dude, I mean, this, this movie introduced me to stiff little fingers, you know? Oh yeah. So I love this fucking movie, but go and watch it. If you haven't seen it, kids, um, now Shawnee, what is your number four, sir? Shooter. Oh man. I was thinking about I couldn't remember the first scene. You're right. It is that. Oh but, man, the it, way you know they shoot hit the mouth oh, on that guy. Yes. With the canted angle. Oh, it's so good. And I know it's super like 90s dated, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> I think but it was I, dated even back then. I think they were going for for that yeah. retro kind of feel. 
And and I I dig the Jurassic World and how they kind of put that you know the the continuation of the franchise or whatnot. But uh, dude, Jurassic Park actually it even starts with the uh, John Williams is uh, the score. Uh, John Williams he did the score for that one. Oh yeah. And then uh, it has like the credits kind of roll a couple of titles and then it's just the freaking these guys in the freaking jungle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to round up some dinosaurs. So yeah, that. I mean the score, the the feel of the movie. Um, it just it had this kind of like weird mystery to it. You know what's Dra- you know what's Jurassic Park, and it's uh, just definitely a thriller of a movie. So yeah, number four, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's a great one, man. That's really good, <laughs> and it's it's got its roots in horror and um, oh man, there's just so much to love about that first movie. Yeah, and I can watch it over and over, dude. Oh I, yeah. You know, Enjoy it every single time. And that, and you're right, that score. That dun, 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 uh, it's such a recognizable theme. You know, it's, it might be oh, Williams' last great score. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, the... Um, God, what's the Phantom Menace one? Duel of Fates. Oh, Duel of Fates. That's yeah. probably his last really great one. But I mean, bef- I don't know. The w- yeah. one that... A score that you can hum. They just don't make scores like that anymore. Everything is... And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's nothing that you can hum and like feel heroic, you know, because we don't have heroes anymore, apparently, you know. <laughs> but good, good pool. Very good pool. Yes. Very good pool. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Deadpool could have been on this list. <laughs> Those credit that credit sequence I loved it. I might have given it away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, very cool. Jurassic Park. Well, my number four. Um, Shawnee, do you have a glass of milk? Uh, I don't have a glass of milk, man. Well, I'm a Nazi (laughs) and I'm about to kill you and all the people hiding under your floor. No, um, Inglorious Bastards. That scene, that opening scene, is so fucking intense, and it's so well done. You know you. The way they introduce uh, Hans Landa, and he's charming and sinister, and it's all right there. And you've got, you know, the people hiding under the floorboards. I I don't, you know, and it keeps that tension throughout the entire goddamn movie. I don't oh, know how he yeah. did that. Um, but for me, number four is Inglorious Bastards. Part Heck of me yeah. thinks it should be higher up on the list, but it's number four. Oh, that's awesome, man. We had villains, uh, our villains episode, and I, I had uh, uh, the Jew Hunter. That's right. Stuff. Well, yeah, as as my, one of my top villains. But, dude, that movie, that opening scene, you're definitely right. The tension it brings, um, just how intense it is and how it opens up. and I mean, not, with only so little dialogue, too, um, which is great. Yeah. So, yeah, man. That's a great one, dude. Hell and yeah. My cat, my cat is just, like, all over my... <laughs> <laughs> Is it Biko or Ube? Uh, it's Biko. Fuck off, he, Biko! No, I'm kidding. He does this a lot. He just he just wants to level over me, I guess, man. Yeah. <laughs> Last um, night, yeah. Marty had a nightmare. He started, like, in his sleep. Oh, it was fucking crazy. He's never done that before. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, that's a good one, though. Fuck yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Number three, sir. What is your number three? Okay, so this uh, this movie starts off with the sound of clocks, Ooh. and it grows into more clocks and more clocks. And what could it be? What could it be? It is the beginning of Back to the Future. Oh yeah, the clocks from Doc Brown's uh, his his uh, mansion. Um, just the start of the movie, and then of course the scene with uh, freaking Marty McFly. Playing the guitar. Plugging in that amplifier, baby. Plugging into the amplifier, turning up all the knobs to the highest setting, and just looking at that gigantic speaker, and he just plays that one note, and he just, like, blows himself. Uh, and not bits. in a good way. Not, <laughs> not in, in like, good. you know, the taking out my rib cage kind of way. Like, yeah. he, gets, he gets hurt physically doing this thing. He gets he gets really hurt, and uh, I just think it's a really cool scene, and it, it definitely sets up the you know like in that li- again little time you know opening shots are so important because it's it, it almost sets the tone of the of the the film and the rest of the film to come. Absolutely, 
And so, you know, you know, I always love the openings of films and that one always kind of sets it for me, especially the clocks, the sound design with it and the way the, the, um, uh, the clocks are, you know, spaced in the stereo field and there's all these multiple things going on. And then it's the, it's the shot of Doc Brown's mansion in, inside this place. And so it had all these, you know, little things to kind of tell about the character just from these visuals, you know, the inventions he's made, um, the little like egg toaster that he makes at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Awesome. Great. And of course, one of my top, you know, top five, uh, favorite films. It's your number so, one, right? I believe so. It is yeah. my number one. Great fucking movie. Great movie. Excellent great, choice. Sir. Great movie. <laughs> great, great. Um, great. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nice. Um, my number three is Desperado. Ooh. Steve Buscemi. I mean, if you start a movie with Steve Buscemi, I'm fucking there. But <laughs> he walks into a bar in the seedy part of Mexico and he orders a beer and he starts telling everyone about the biggest fucking Mexican I've ever seen <laughs> and um, how the light always moved to, to cover this guy's face in the shadows. And, you know, they're flashing back and forth between him telling the story and what he's talking about. And Antonio Bandera is just fucking murdering people. And he's got a guitar case full of guns, man. It's so good. It's so fucking good. And it's like pure entertainment, pure visual spectacle. Um, you know, you're not going to get any insight into the human condition from this fucking scene, but it's yeah. so good. And Steve Buscemi plays it so well. He's like, what was his name? Right. Bucho. Bucho. And, and uh, <laughs> fuck. That, that movie was on my top five for years. I oh, love yeah. Desperado. Um, you introduced me to that movie. Dude, it's so good. But it was El, Mar- El Mariachi you showed me, and then it was Desperado. And, and then once, a- once Upon a Time Mexico? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember like we got a group together to go watch that movie, which is like so inappropriate because we were like freshmen in high school when <laughs> that came out. Yeah, yeah. All those movies, dude. Spider-Man. God, they're rebooting Spider-Man again. Oh, uh, dude, how movie? great does that suit look, though? I know it's classic. We'll it's talk amazing. about. Oh, we'll just geek out on our share time. All right, sounds sure good. Do. Sounds good. Let's <laughs> move along. Move along. Um, <laughs> move along. Move along. Hey, so, hey. <laughs> Desperado is my number three. What is your number two? Uh, ooh, here we go, dude. Bank heist. Here we go. The Wait, Dark what? Knight. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! I thought about that one. That's tight. Yeah. The opening heist, the uh, if you saw it in IMAX, right? The IMAX shots were pretty. Oh epic. my god, yeah. Um, but just the the like the way they set up that heist, and there's all these guys working. They're like talking about this, talking about the Joker, and like their you know what their thoughts are on the person that hired them. And then I love how it dwindles it down to you know each guy kills each person, and that's how it ends up being the two guys, and then the Joker appears. And, and oh, it's dude. so Joker, like that is so five way yeah. revenge. From like devious, uh, Neil Adams yeah. and Denny O'Neill, dude, like where he Joker gets out of prison and he just starts picking off his old gang one by one. Damn, dude! You can see the influence in this fucking movie. It's so good. It's so great. <laughs> and that that close up when Ledger takes off the mask. Yes, I oh, believe yeah, whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Like it's <laughs> so good. And and um, fuck, what's oh, that dude's man. name? Shredder from the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. What do you believe in? Uh, <laughs> it's great pool, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I it's 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 such a great again setting up the story of, you know, this is going to be our our villain and, you know, how devious he is throughout the film. And I like how they suddenly put those little, you know, just things like that in there to change the the way you view his character. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Freaking I'm- you know what? If you go back and watch that and pay specific attention to the fact that when everyone gets shot, there's no blood. It's really yeah, it's weird. Like, it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't ruin it for me, but it's definitely like noticeable once you notice that there's no blood in that movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. That's, that maybe Maybe that's what we're going to expect from the new <laughs> The, the Batman v Superman, which is coming out in a couple weeks. Too. God, maybe that's why they got an R-rated version coming out. We got fucking blood, man. <laughs> we um, got blood, dude. 
Yeah, it never it never faces me blood the blood stuff, but you know as long as it's a good film. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's obviously like it definitely changes the film when you allow that. I guess you know ma- more mature uh, mature content to leak through, and I don't mind watching either, dude. Yeah, and that's why. I, so are they releasing Batman v Superman? Um, in theaters as are, or are they going to release that later on? Just like a DVD, Blu-ray kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't like. I don't know if I necessarily a hundred percent agree with this, but the way I feel is Batman. All superheroes should be like Star Wars. They should be approachable from all ages. You yeah. know, like you should be able to watch it at five years old and still appreciate it at twenty-five years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Like a five year old isn't gonna be able to watch a rated R Superman movie. What the fuck? You know, that's the <laughs> world we live in right now. There's an R rated Superman movie. I don't whatever. Fuck Zack <laughs> Snyder. Fuck him in the ass. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, very good pull. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Batman v Superman. We're we're it's, we're gonna see how this is, man. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's good, but I, I'm not expecting very much at all. I rewatched yeah. Man of Steel recently, and just it's such a mess. It's such a convoluted mess. And it's like, was that David Goyer or was that Zack Snyder? And I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to rewatch Man of Steel as well. And then getting excited to watch and just finally see what they're trying to set up with this world for DC. I think that's the thing, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I don't know. We'll see how it is. We but shall Dark, see. Dark Knight will stay at the top of my <laughs> my Batman films uh, from Christopher Nolan. Um, and yeah, it's a very, very great opening scene to kind of ease you into the movie. It is. So yeah, it is. Number two. Um, number two. Um, let me ask you a question, sir. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Scream has one of the best opening scenes of all time number one it was brilliant to cast drew barrymore who every and put her on the poster because everyone thought oh she's gonna be like in this movie and be one of the main characters and then to kill her off in the first fucking scene brilliant (laughs) like they they did hitchcock on steroids with that one um and like the whole just all the dialogue is really great the the build-up of the tension and the popcorn and Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. It's <laughs> so so good. Um Yeah, I don't know. There's not really much more to say about it other than like that's like a short film opening up for a bigger film and yeah. you know, you you know everything there is to know about this movie from watching that first scene. Um Yeah. I love that opening scene. It's it's a masterclass in filmmaking. <laughs> I'm surprised you picked Scream. That was one I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by it too. Um, Christine's definitely burnt me out on the series. Whenever she's sick, and she's sick very often, um, she always (laughs) puts on Scream 3, which is an odd choice. Um, (laughs) But that first movie, man, it's near perfect. It's really good. Oh, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, that's another one I need to rewatch for sure. Yeah. Um, Probably on the Netflix. <laughs> the Netflix. The Netflix. Where all your movies are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Oh. We've come down to number one. Here we go. What is your numero uno? I, <laughs> I hinted at this earlier. We've been talking about pool. Pools. Oh, shit. Oh, so shit. this is Deadpool. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely repped that song, that fucking Dude. song. But I was like, when it played in the movie, I was just like, yes, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, opening scene, man. A recent film, too, as well, is on my top one, my number one. Um, dude, the opening scene, all slow-mo, the credits. Yes, yes, bitch. The whole... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was great. The credits and everything. I mean, we talked about this with before um, on our previous podcast, but Deadpool, like... And it's for an R-rated film and for the type of people behind that film, um, I really enjoyed it. It was a great, like, superhero movie. And it pushed those boundaries, and I really liked how it how it worked, and it was a very, like, very um, even kind of movie. It paced very well. Yeah, it did. 
And that opening scene, dude, the credits, the slow-mo, and then they all tie that back in. Uh, but it's just great because he's just kicking all these dudes' ass in slow-mo. And then, uh, and yeah, it's just amazing. And then all the, you know, the, the smart credits, you know, the true writers of the film, you know, the, the, the real heroes, heroes here, the real heroes here, <laughs> the filmers, the writers. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool that, that, that came to fruition. So yeah, it that's such an enjoyable fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I'm Saw teaching. Oh, you've seen it twice now? Twice. Yeah. I wanted nice. to get another go and I, I, I say I laughed even harder the second time. Really? Was, yeah. I, I think it's just like, you know, cause you know what, you, what to expect, but I don't know. It's just a lot more. It was just so exciting. Cause I, I just, I thought I, I enjoyed the film and I, I wanted to like, you know, when you see a film for the first time, you try to replay it back in your head. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it kept coming back to me, man. So I was like, I got to see this movie again. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really yeah. great. So that's my number one, uh, the Merc with a mouth. Oh yeah. Um, my number one, Close your eyes. I want you to imagine the Paramount logo fading and cross-dissolving into just a mountain and panning down and you see this shadowed figure in a fedora with a whip. Um, (laughs) Dude, Raiders of the Lost Ark for me is the most perfect opening ever. And like, think about it for a second. How long would you venture to guess that opening scene is? The whole temple and coming out of the temple with the golden idol and how long it the, is? Yeah, how onto the onto the airplane? I hate snakes, Jock. <laughs> I hate them. <I> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like That's honestly, it. like just off the top of your head, how long do you think that scene is? I would say it's ten minutes. Ooh, okay, very good. See, for ten me, minutes. I'm always like, it's like a five minute scene. Thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. Thirteen. They take their time. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, not only do you, do you understand who Indiana Jones is, he's a dude who's, who's going to work with people he doesn't entirely trust. He's smarter than everyone else. He can fucking take care of himself. Yeah. Um, he's a grave robber. He has an enemy. We meet Belloc, who has already, um, you know, met up with the Jovitos. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and, um, and then we finally learn his greatest fear, which is snakes. It's such a perfect fucking distillation of that character and what he's about, not just for that movie, but for all of those movies. And, yeah, um, yeah, Raiders, dude, you know, not only, like, the shot of him with the Golden Idol trying to, like, determine how heavy it is, but then the boulder. Like, that's two iconic, you know, shots just right there next to each other. It's incredible. It's so incredible. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, number one. Dude, freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Great number one. And you're, you're, yeah, you're right, man. It totally dissects the character of Indiana Jones in those, like, first 13, 13 minutes, dude, from all those little scenes. And it's, yeah, it is such a fun opening. It, like, kickstarts and it just keeps going. And it never feels long or like, oh, come on, let's get moving here. Like, you're in it. You're yeah. in it to fucking win it. You know? <laughs> in it to win it. Yeah, dude. Nice. Like yeah, number, number one, I I would I figured it would be an Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones would be on your list because you're such a huge fan of that film and the and the uh, you know how it makes you feel. And dude, it is one of my favorite series to watch. I gotta say, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite out of the three. Yeah, uh, I mean, all three have amazing openings, but I don't think any beat Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Um, but real quick. And we can do this really quick. I just think, for this one especially, I had a lot of trouble narrowing this list down. <laughs> I would love to hear some of your runner-ups. Oh, man. I, I had Raiders of the Lost Ark on there, actually. I It's tough narrowing down these uh, these lists because it's like, oh, man. You know, some of these scenes, they, like, stick with you, you know, a lot. And then um, you kind of have to, like, just kind of ponder and think about it. Because opening scenes, it's like... You know, I just kind of thought about the movies that really got me from the very get-go. And I can say the same for Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that was probably on mine. Um, man, some other ones. There's tons of them, dude. I mean, some comedies. I really like Shaun of the Dead. Uh, oh, yeah, by, Shaun of the Dead's great. 
Edgar Wright. And it's funny because they set up that whole scene where it's just like a whole daily routine of these people going to work. <laughs> and then late, then later on, they tie that scene in into the uh, into later on when they when they all become zombies. And they're pretty much the joke is they're doing the same exact things for their work. but They're all, you know, freaking zombies. So, yeah, really good um, opening scene for that kind of sets up the little comedy from there. But yeah, it's, it's tough, man. I might have to get. You know what we should do? We should definitely do just like a rebuttal episode. And we just Ooh. go, hey, we'll pick like, you know, a couple topics that we want to, that we feel might have a little more, um, you know, topics that we can switch out or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see. I like man. it. Uh, nice. How about you, man? Any runner ups for you? Dude, a ton. Um, X2, Nightcrawler running through the White House. Yes. Um, oh, good call fucking um touch of evil there's it's this three and a half minute shot that's just unedited it's orson wells at his fucking best it's amazing um the third man it's so quirky and charming it opens with the zither and then we get this narration about like the state of war-torn vienna um up is incredibly heartbreaking and you get an entire short movie just right there Oh, uh, that's a good one. Skyfall was almost my number five. Like Skyfall is yeah. fucking a perfect opening, and you are just like, okay, I'm in it. I'm in the movie now. Hell yeah! Hey, you um, know what? Actually, Casino Royale. I was thinking about that. that oh, the black scene. and white part. Yeah, that was pretty badass. I really. Yeah, that's that. really good. So that was another runoff for me. Fucking um, any, um, any more? Saving Private Ryan, The Beach. Ooh. Um, there's, there's too many, dude. There's so many great. Right? You know, the Godfather, I believe in America. Um, <laughs> and of course, I hate the movie, but Batman 89, when he's up oh, there yeah. on the rooftop and he grabs the guy, he's like, please don't kill me, man. Don't kill me. He's <laughs> like, I'm not going to kill you. I want you to tell your friends about me. What are you, man? I'm Batman. <laughs> and he just throws the dude. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I get <laughs> I get so excited and then let yeah. down by the entire rest of the movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so those those are my runner ups. Nice, dude. Cool. I like that. That's. Uh, I'm sure they're gonna change. Let's let's think about a rebuttal uh, episode. We should do those like maybe every every so often. And I love go, it. Like, yeah, I love revisit idea. our some of our old lists that we have, and now we've got a couple episodes up. Now I think we're on episode. What is this? Thirteen now. Oh man, what did, what do we do when we get to twenty or thirty? Oh, <laughs> we, yeah, we gotta have like anniversary episodes. Hell yeah, dude! And of course, another guest. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. So speaking of, so I know we were talking before this. Yeah. Uh, for for our share time, uh, we were going to do, uh, for the Sex Effects share time, a uh, little discussion on Indiana Jones 5 dropping. And I know that was your number one on this list as far as the Indiana Jones um, uh, franchise. So how do you feel about that, dude? What Like Spielberg's coming back? Uh, Harrison yeah. Ford? Um, okay. This is this is what I said. Um, so I have a friend at work, um, this dude, and he's he's a little older, you know, but he's like really into movies, really into comics, you know, totally gets it. Um, and when I saw that, I emailed him the link to the Indiana Jones five thing with yeah. the subject line. And this is how I feel about it. Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> let it be. Let it be. Like seriously, haven't we said all we need to say? Like, yeah, I'm. I have trouble enough pretending that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull didn't happen. Like, I don't think they're gonna make the same mistake, but I do think they're gonna make another Star Wars Episode Seven. Well, I loved Episode Seven. It was a remake of A New Hope. So I think what they're going to do is they're 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 going to make another Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. um, and I don't know. <coughs> bless you. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you know that because that was the goal of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and it didn't work. And um, if they bring back Shia LaBeouf, fuck you, you don't get my money. <laughs> um, oh man, it's tough because it, like I I love Harrison Ford, I love Steven Spielberg, but let it go yeah you yeah. know what do you i mean are you excited are you pumped like what's up i i, I uh i i did not enjoy uh kingdom crystal skull and uh 
I have also forgotten that movie and I haven't thought about it at all because <laughs> all I think about is Indiana Jones and those three, those three films and how that captured my imagination when I was so young and then enjoying them now as an adult. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm just very curious to see what it is. I mean, it's cool that it's Spielberg and Harrison Ford. Like it's and no it's George crazy. Lucas there. No yeah. one's mentioning George Lucas. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I want to hear more details about it. Maybe I'll get interested in it if it comes out. I th- I thought they were going to cast a do like a younger Indiana Jones sooner or later um, for the for the films. Um, cast someone else. I know they had like these rumors about Chris Pratt playing him and all this stuff, right? It'll happen because it's now owned by Disney, and yeah. Disney is in the business of keeping a franchise going. Unless you're Mickey Mouse, then you just become a mascot. But like, I don't want to see anyone other than Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. And he's going to be 77, 78 by the time this one comes out. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, dude. You know? Yeah. Just I don't it, know. Just, just put it to bed. Put it to bed. I don't know. I wish yeah. we could erase Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because um, Last Crusade ends on them riding into the sunset. It's perfect. <laughs> it is so perfect. The hero's journey. <laughs> it really is, man. It's amazing. But um but yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll 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 see how it how it pans out. I'm I'm very interested to hear uh just some some sort of light on what the script will tell us. Yeah. It's it's business at the mouse house, baby. Yeah, business mouse house. Business is booming for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Still. <laughs> well, sir, um this brings us to sex effect share time. And was that was that your share time? Yeah, I know uh, we were talking about freaking Indiana Jones before this, and yeah. it was on your top five. So I wanted to just kind of talk about that, um, do the Indiana Jones five, see how that goes. But yeah, man, um, I think that's all I got for this week. Yeah. I want to be excited for it, but it's like we got burned, like not just burned, but we got fucking lit. Last time with Kane with a Crystal Skull. You know uh, what I mean? Like, we got fried. Fried? Um, Whatever so, that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I hope it's good. Like, I hope all these movies are good. I hope yeah. Batman v Superman is good. Will it be? Probably not. You know, or there'll be a lot of assholes going, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you're an asshole. Totally. But yeah. uh, but I'm right. No, I'm not right. <laughs> um, it's, it's all subjective. But yeah, yeah. Speaking, yeah. yeah? Okay. All right. Um, Speaking of um, my my share time, I have two quick ones. Okay. But um, there's this article on IO9. It's called "A Brief History of Zack Snyder Defending the End of Man of Steel." Oh man! And it's so good. They take every quote he's had being interviewed, and it just his answer morphs because they're like, what about the ending? And they're like, Oh, you know, Warner brothers and Chris Nolan, like forbade us from doing this ending. And then we finally got them to agree. And we just thought it was important to show a man who, who doesn't kill and why he doesn't kill. Oh, it's like, no, 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 no. I've never (laughs) murdered anyone, but I know that murder is wrong. I don't need to fucking murder someone to know I shouldn't do that. Um, yeah. And then he tries to claim, Oh, we were trying to do like, the Greek mythology and, oh, you know, if you look at the comics, it's Superman kills all the time. It's like, no, he doesn't. You know, Batman killed in his earliest incarnations, but that was, they were still figuring out the character. And yeah. we know now that Batman does not kill. It's part of his character. Um, so it's a really good read. It's really interesting. Okay. And I think it just shows what a fucking hack Snyder is, but... <laughs> Um, and then my other share time is maybe you've been hearing me get a little more sloshed as this podcast goes on. I'm drinking Francis Coppola directors, 2013 Sonoma County Pinot Noir. Oh, no way. <laughs> it is on sale. It's usually $20 bottle. It's on sale for like nine bucks at cost plus, And it is so good. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah. I picked up two bottles on my way home Hell and yeah, it's, dude. it's wonderful. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's- Sounds delicious. <laughs> oh my god, you should try it. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I guess another one. Uh, I've been watching this show called Broad City. It's been oh, out for 
Yeah, it's been out for a couple seasons. I think there are three or four seasons deep now right now. But uh, I just started watching it, dude, from the ground up. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm a little late to the game, but I thought it was pretty funny. These two chicks just get stoned all the time, and they uh, just <laughs> mess around at their jobs or whatever. It kind of reminded me of, like, the the girl version of, like, workaholics in a way. Oh, cool. Even, even though they don't spend their time at work most of the time, which is kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying that show. Daredevil nice. comes comes out. Dude, it does. Same. I'm so excited. Very excited. I saw the last trailer they had on there. I haven't checked cool. it out yet. I just, I, I think it's just, like, it's just, like, all these shots of, like, um, Daredevil, Punisher, and Elektra. Uh just freaking like showing off their costumes. And then it's like new scenes with, yeah, new scenes with the Punisher with his freaking crossbones and everything. Have you rewatched season one? Uh, I started it. I haven't finished it. I might have to finish that before just to get in that mindset again. Right. Yeah. It's Um, so relentlessly dark and like serious that it's like, I can't just put it on and enjoy it. Like, yeah. you know, you don't enjoy the dark night. You watch it and you're like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> if you want a more enjoyable experience, you put on Batman Begins. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I I put on the first episode not too long ago. And I was like, this is, it's heavy, it's dark, and it's so fucking good. Yeah. And I can't wait. I can't wait for March 18th, man. Yeah, it's it's exciting. And it's like it all drops at the same time. I'm kind of a binge watcher. I've already started a couple of shows, but nice. Uh, at the same time, um, I like pace. I want to pace this one out for sure. So I think it's going to be a thoroughly enjoyable season and I'm excited to see how they adapt the Punisher and this, you know, his connection with Daredevil in this one. Well, I know I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited. excited. For their I'm actually, I'm actually ex- more excited about that than Batman v Superman right now. Totally. I'm going to say that. Yeah. That and okay. We brought it up earlier. Let's talk about it now. Civil War. Oh, uh, that is actually the second most thing I'm excited about. That um, is by far the best trailer Marvel has ever dropped. Oh, and, hell yeah. And discounting dude. the Spider-Man reveal. Like everything yeah. up to that was so golden. They didn't need to fucking put Spider-Man, you know, tag him at the end there. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. <clears throat> so good. I mean, setting up the tension between Iron Man and, uh, you know, and Tony and freaking or sorry iron man and um captain america and their battle throughout the whole thing and it's crazy i just want to see how far they can go with these you know like them opposing each other and then you know obviously how they're going to get to um infinity war and how that's going to kind of play into it yeah so yeah do you think they're going to kill tony or uh cap Ooh, i don't know man would they have someone take his place? Wasn't uh, Bucky? It could. Bucky uh, and Falcon have both taken his place in the ah, comics. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I think Falcon is still Captain America in the comics right now. Yeah, oh, I just, I just feel they wouldn't kill him off because he's such a good. He's, he's the one. Like he is my most favorite. Um, my most favorite like, um, Marvel character in this world right now he's really great yeah very interesting uh chris evans plays his character so well and he's just you know it's it's great to see on 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 there because you can you really believe in that character and and you know he he's more positive out of the other ones even though he has so many struggles dealing with you know um living in this you know this present time for him um so it's it's interesting to have that dynamic to him but yeah um fuck they can't kill him off I know, I know. I know they're. I know they're misleading us a lot. With uh, it's either going to be War Machine, right? Um, I saw this like weird thing about Bucky, a theory about Bucky because it was a Dude, still. Just fucking kill Hawkeye. I don't need Jeremy Renner in any more of these fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him visiting his family in the uh... <laughs> like boo. <laughs> um, no, that was fine, but like, really, I'm not going to an Avengers movie to see that. You have a pregnant wife. Like, I don't give a shit. Sorry. Yeah. Um, save that for the Hawkeye movie. Oh, wait, you don't get one? Why? Because you're not interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That was quite the rant. I'm getting a little <laughs> sloshy here. Thank you, Francis nah. Ford. <laughs> no, no worries, dude. Yeah, Civil War. I'm really excited about that, that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, might go see it opening weekend. And- what did you think of Spidey's costume? 
I like the costume. I I like how I mean it's all speculation, but I think it's something uh, that Tony might have given to him. Tony Stark might have given yeah, him a yeah. costume to him. Uh, I like the little eyes. That's kind of cool. Dude, they, they move. The eyes they, are expressive. They move, and I feel like that's going to be a thing that like Tony Stark's going to joke about. He's like, "Well, I need to make you need to see like freaking what you're saying under the mask or something, or you know." And under it's great. ruse. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is going to be exciting to see Spider Man, and yeah. then see what other characters. You know, we have um, Black Panther. Um, the Adam, so excited uh, for Black Panther. Not the Adam. Sorry. Uh, the uh, Ant Man. Ant Man's going to be in there. And same idea. Same, same idea. exact idea. Adam, Ant Man. Uh, I've been watching Legends Tomorrow. That's why I'm getting confused. <laughs> I have it as well. It's such a bad show. Yeah, it's, it's got, so it's fucking renewed. terrible. It's getting renewed for a second season. Funny enough. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. I watch it. It's. I mean, I'm on my phone the entire time because I'm like, I can't even. Um, yeah. I love Captain Cold. I think Wentworth Miller is fantastic. He's just. Everything he says, <laughs> everything he's so annoying because we're thieves. <laughs> I just, but I, I like, I like where they're going with this character. I, I like how they're, you know, they're trying to give everyone their redemption. You know, yeah, like the redemption round for everyone. You think he killed uh, Heatwave? I don't know. That was that was kind of a tough one to figure out. Um, I don't know. He's that yeah. camaraderie with him. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I I and still I still enjoy like the Flash. I mean, I'm still watching Arrow. I think Flash is probably my favorite one out of all those right now because it's just such good storytelling. It's yeah. So I'm excited. I I'd even know when are they coming back for their the March twenty second. Twenty second. Okay. So we still got a week. Week from yeah. today. Bunch of stuff coming out <laughs> soon. <laughs> Yeah, super excited. We'll we'll have to do maybe a, a spoilers review on Batman v Superman. Oh, we'll definitely have to do that. I mean, I wasn't even gonna like. I was thinking about boycotting it, but it's like, nah, I need to see it so that I can hate on it informed. Um, <laughs> and like, I really want to do a spoiler podcast with you about it. Um, oh, so hell yeah, dude! That's forcing me to like. Okay, I'm gonna go watch it. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, we yeah, definitely dude. need to talk about it. Yeah, we'll we'll give it a rating. Uh, we'll talk about you know, especially our past, you know, uh, history with Batman films and just Batman the character. You know, it's gonna be really interesting to see this come to life and and be different through uh, Ben Affleck. So I'm gonna lay the smackdown right now. If you haven't seen Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, oh my gosh, that so is good. the Batman. That's the one and only Batman movie you need to watch. Fuck Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Bruce oh, Tim yeah. and Paul Dini. Aaron <laughs> Radomski. That's all you yeah. need. Oh yeah, dude. Um, dude, excited. Really excited. Very yeah, excited. Man, super happy to get to like our top fives today, man. Um, it was really fun uh getting to know some uh some opening scenes, like some of the stuff you've been uh mentioning, some of the films and uh High Fidelity was a great one. I like that one. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, man, super excited. So Joe, and, and um, this is the this is the first one where we haven't had any crossovers. I think so. That's yeah. pretty nuts, man. That's, that's that a, is kind of crazy. That's a sex effects first. We gotta di- we gotta diversify, man. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta diversify your bonds. <laughs> we we gotta have a lot of uh, uh, different movies to pitch to everyone. But it's great, like uh, you know, we have those ones that tie. We love those together, and it's great because we you know we have other films that inspire us that way so dude awesome uh joe before we close it out man um yeah dude excited to do the next podcast uh it's, we're gonna it's yeah. your it's your choice for our next top five you, oh, do you it's have my one? choice okay oh uh i'm gonna think about it okay I'm, I'm gonna see if we can do something outside the realm of of media or new very media. good very good um something maybe outside the box too maybe even I know we did like cooking recipes this one time. So maybe something in the food realm or yeah. Um, I had this one. One of my uh, bandmates pitched this. It was uh, a top five uh, like savory sides, like side dishes you would like to have with a main meal. I don't Uh, know what savory means. (laughs) Christine is still trying to teach me what savory means. Uh, (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) It's the mouth mouth watering. It's that (laughs) 
it, it, but dude, can, I get mouth watering over a fucking double bacon western cheese or yeah. <laughs> fucking you know chocolate chip cookies. Like there's you know I'm like what is mouth, what is savory savory um, sea salts on the shores yeah. <laughs> <laughs> savory. Uh yeah, dude, freaking I think food would be cool. I always that would be fun. Food would be awesome. But yeah, man. I mean, any anything we'll, we'll I'll uh, I'll let you know. And then excellent. We'll uh. Hopefully in the next couple ones we'll have um, maybe a guest on and then a spoiler review for Batman v Superman. So spoiler super review, excited. super excited. And then you know we'll have to talk about the future of DC films and how that's going to be going on. Where they're um, headed? Where they're heading? Yeah. So yeah, yeah dude, so, super excited. I'm very excited as well. Well, Shawnee, where can we find more of you on the internets? Uh, you can find me at uh, on Instagram at Shonday Music, and also at my website shondaymusic.net. And Joe, where can we find you? You cannot find me. I walk between the raindrops. I like that. You should you should say something, so many different things every week of just like, you guys can't find me because I'm in. I'm in. I'm nowhere. Uranus. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah man. It's a great place to visit, I guess, sometimes. <laughs> well, you can email the show at thesexeffectspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what top fives you want to hear. Um, you can check us out at thesexeffects.com. And what else, Shawnee? What am I missing? Uh, that's it, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Instagram. Sex oh, Instagram. At thesexeffects. Yeah. Check it out. Motherfucker. Yeah, check it out, guys. And yeah, uh, yeah man. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> For top fives, I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty damn good, lads. Pretty damn good, dude.